Welcome to the Fit Mama podcast where it's all about gaining your health back as a busy woman and mom, and doing it without sacrificing time with your family or business. Here is your host, mompreneur and Fit Mama health coach, Angela Campbell. So I'm excited for you guys to hear her story, but in today's podcast, she's going to share it. Uh, we're going to talk about how Tiffany has transformed her mind and her body. I feel like she's been through such an amazing transformation on both and in business. I mean, you name it. Inside here in the Fit Mompreneur group, we're full of all walks of life, all women. We've got busy entrepreneurs in here. We have busy moms. We have, you know, just busy women in general, maybe that don't necessarily have kids. So I think everybody's going to benefit from your, your story. Um, we're also going to hear how Tiffany fits in running a business. She's homeschooling your kids right now still, um, and still finds time to, to still finds time to fit in herself, um, which is super powerful uh, and very challenging for a lot of women, for sure. So if you are in our group right now, say hi to Tiffany. Drop some questions in the comments below if you have some. I'm going to be keeping an eye on those, and we'll definitely ask her um, as well while she's on here. Um, but do know also, if you're listening to this later on the podcast and you're not in our group, you need to get in there. And um, But if you're if you're listening to this, go to our website, acfitmama.com slash Facebook, and you can join our group. Um, or you can also just set up a time and, and get on a call with me, a free call to see if maybe we have something that can help you um, and get on a call. Like You don't have to do this alone. And again, from Tiffany, she's a busy mom, a busy entrepreneur that's rocking it, super successful. Um, and she's also competed in uh, some competitions, transform transforming her entire body, which is super, that's a hard journey. Been there. And, uh, and I can't wait for her to share her story. So before we get into her story, you guys definitely say hi again in the comments, ask questions. But I also want to just give one, sh uh, two shout outs to Big warm welcomes to Amanda Darter and Tammy Sturgeon. This week has committed to hopping in, take their journey to a whole nother level with fitness, nutrition, and mindset and all the things. So just say welcome in the comments. I, I know how nerve wracking it can be to get started on a program and to feel welcomed by more than just myself uh, and our other coach, Erica, is super powerful. So let's get into it. Like I'm ready to hear from Tiffany. I know you guys are ready to hear from her as well. So Tiffany, starting there, like, I would love for you to go back. Because like I said, so many women in this group are moms. Uh, not everybody's a mom, but most of them are. And they're struggling. Like, how do I take care of my kids and homeschool and still work out and still work on myself? So I would love for you to share your journey and even go back as being that tired mom. Where were you there when you were at the heaviest? Like the before picture in your transformation and, and go from there. I, I'll let you, I'll let you have the floor, girl. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to share. I'm so excited to be here, Angela. Thanks for asking me to be on here today. Um, you guys, you all already know if you're in this group how awesome Angela is and how helpful. She's such an inspiration to me as well. So um, she's a big reason why I love, you know, why I am so involved with fitness because I've seen what she does and it's really inspiring. So you guys are, you know, you're in good hands. Um, but I want to get down to it. I have uh, lost about um, over 65 pounds, but I didn't start really weighing <laughs> um, until I like was like, okay, this is it. I can't do it anymore. So I've weighed more than I weighed 220 pounds when I had my son. Um, I have two kids. So that was three years ago when I had him and my daughter is six. Um, at that point, I had always been overweight. I've actually never been this fit or 
um, this lean at all. Um, I've always been overweight. I've always struggled with my weight, with yo-yo dieting. I did the special K diet. I did, um, you know, the Atkins diet. But the problem that I always ran into is I could never be consistent with anything. Um, drop a, you know, hashtag consistency if you're listening in right now and you struggle with that as well. But consistency was a big, big problem for me. And, uh, you know, it, it was just stories I also told myself, like, you just aren't, you just aren't that body type, or you just, um, you know, you're not fit, or you're not meant to look like that. Like, it was things that I'd already preconceived in my mind that I just, you know, it was something I was like, okay, well, then what's the point in trying? You know, you tell yourself these stories. So anyways, I had my daughter, I continued to keep gaining weight after having her, had a miscarriage, and then I went through depression eating, um, like, you know, emotional eating just all the time. And then after that, um, you know, about a year of trying to have another baby, um, we got pregnant with our um, second little boy, well, our first little boy with our second baby. Um, and he, uh, you know, made his way into the world in uh, November, 2017, almost uh, three years ago. His birthday's in a few weeks. And um, yeah, I was the heaviest I'd ever been. I was so, uh, I just hated the way I looked. I was so unhappy. I was of course breastfeeding. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, like I'm never going to get my body back. Um, and, you know, I, like I said, I got up to over 220 pounds um, when I had him. And then a couple months after I had him, I, you know, I had a friend who was like, you know, I've been doing keto. And I'm like, okay, what's this keto thing? And I, was, I asked her to tell me about it. She said, oh, just keep your carbs under 40, you know, and then you'll be fine. And so it's a lot more to it than that, obviously. But I started there. That's where I started. And, uh, you know. At that point, I'd also found out that my kids both had hearing loss, um, at my three-year-old and my newborn, and was going through postpartum uh, issues as well, just feeling unworthy and like I wasn't good enough. And um, it just really hit home for me that I really needed to take care of myself or I wasn't going to be able to take care of my kids. Love it. I love it. And I think so many, I can relate to where all the things that you just said when you're a mom. And I know a lot of women who went through the postpartum depression for sure. And like, it's hard it, and it's a mental struggle feeling like you're ready to take care of. So you feel like as a mom, you have to sacrifice everything under the sun, including yourself. Do you, do you have any certain like turning points that triggered you to make those changes um, and become healthy so that you find time to work out and, and, you know, follow keto to a lifestyle. Cause I know a lot of people that did keto and like fell off. Oh, this didn't work for me. It's a matter of making it a lifestyle um, and doing it correctly. So if you guys have keto questions, Tiffany is your girl. Um, but uh, yeah, do you have any turning points maybe that triggered you to just like that switch that flipped? And now you're over here. Really finding out about the issues that my children had and realizing that you know, they were going to need a strong advocate and need someone to um, really like, I needed to take care of me. So that way I could have enough. You can't pour from an empty cup. Like that way they could have enough of me. I needed to, to be healthy. And so the thing that swi uh, switched for me was just, you know, that issue. And it just felt like it was the only thing I really could control um, was my own health and wellness and that I could use that to be able to help them further. And, you know, like I said, be their advocate because, you know, hearing loss is a whole nother world that I knew nothing about. And so it was very overwhelming. So I think that just having that health and wellness aspect to control for me was the turning point. 
I love it. I love it. Yeah. Cause I remember watching your journey with, and they went through surgery and they went through all kinds of things that I can't imagine. And your mommy heart and everything was just, whereas some women, I feel like if they were to go through that, and I know some women that are currently in that situation are trying to fight back from it. When they go through things like that, they actually turn to food like in an unhealthy way, but you actually was it. So something tragic, you turned it into a positive because you can control that. You can control yourself. Um, that's really awesome. So what would you say, like, where did you start? Like what, what was, I mean, you said keto was something that you started and then started seeing results and like, where, where did you start or what would you suggest to someone that's like, that sounds great, but I have no idea where to start. It's overwhelming because I hear that a lot. Yeah. So, um, for me, where I was attempting the whole keto lifestyle for me, it was starting with the 40 carbs and I was like, okay, well I'll try this and see if I can do it. Like it was one of those, uh, you know, you don't really commit because you're like, you're the one that's holding yourself accountable. If that makes sense. Like really didn't have a coach at all through any of this. I didn't ever, uh, and I don't suggest it because it's learning the hard way, but I'm pretty stubborn. So I was like, you know, I can research it and I'll figure it out. And like, and you know, I lost weight. It was also breastfeeding. So, um, that made it easier. I did not exercise at that point. Um, and actually had been a couple of years since I, well, probably about four years since I've had a trainer. I think, um, the latter or the beginning of my pregnancy, I had a personal trainer that I worked with. Um, and then about after about my third trimester, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. You get to that point where you're just like waddling around. And I mean, I see mamas do it all the time, like super fit with a big old pregnant belly. And I'm like, no, but you know, looking at knowing what I know now, if I was in the shape and was eating healthy, you know, I probably would have been able to stick that out, but I was not like I was binge eating ice cream every night. Like that's what I did when I was pregnant. So it probably would be a different story now, but, um, you know, just being able to, uh, start there, start small and do one thing, one small change at a time is what I suggest. Like when people try to go all in and do too much at once, get super, super overwhelmed and you just quit. So, I started there. I started drinking, you know, more water. I would do some research on Pinterest or YouTube or whatever and would learn a little bit as I went along. I love it. And I love it. You said baby steps because that's how I, because if we do try to do everything at one time, I see so many people go full blast workouts, mix them. They do all the things where I feel like they're all very beneficial, but one thing at a time, uh, would you think, would you say that that's a super piece that helped you just actually get to where you are now and you didn't do everything at one time? Yeah, yeah. I, didn't. Um, I was focusing on getting my kids to all their appointments. And I was like, the only thing that I can really do right now is to change the way that I'm eating and, you know, cut out like first I cut out sugar and then it was the higher, you know, um, higher carb foods. I was still having oatmeal for breakfast. So that's not really keto, but, um, I was like, Oh, well, I need to keep my supply up. Cause I was breastfeeding. And, uh, so eventually I cut that out and went to like note meal, which is like flaxseed and uh, chia seeds and oat, uh, almond, almond milk. Um, so that was something I added into my diet and started just like adding my peanut butter to that. Um, but really that's, that's kind of how I like converted was just little steps, cutting out the sugar, cutting out the sugary sodas. Um, and, then moving on to more of the higher carb foods and moving, if I was eating higher carb on a certain day to make sure that I was doing like, you know, a healthy carb, sweet potatoes or brown rice or something of that effect. Okay. And then at what point did you add, what, what was your next step? So you, so you started working on nutrition, you started dialing nutrition. Did you go fitness next? 
working out or did you, you went product next? Mm-hmm. Like that, like we met in our, our company where we sell some amazing collagen products. Um, so you went, you went nutrition and then you added the products. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. It was nutrition yeah. and water. And then I um, stumbled upon a product, a collagen product, which after having a baby, um, we know our skin, we have that mom pooch, you know, it's just that sag and some people call it a kangaroo pouch, whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's not cute. Okay. It's not. <laughs> so I was like looking for some, like I was, I lost 50 pounds and I was like, I'm still unhappy with the way that I look. Um, I just wasn't confident. And I was like, okay, well, something's going to take this to the next level. So stumbled upon this collagen product, started taking it, started noticing body composition changes as well. Um, even without exercise. So, and then I was on that product about a month before I did decide to start incorporating exercise. And at that point, like I actually had energy. I felt good, you know, for the first time in years, I had energy that, you know, led me to sign up for a gym membership. So I did, um, the first time in years that I'd been in the gym and I was actually really fearful. Um, I was nervous of like, you know, other people doing workouts and what I, you know, you know, you worry about if you're doing things right and people are looking at you like that's something that if you're not familiar with with exercise that you start to question and like it, it can keep you from actually, you know, getting better because you're so worried about what anyone else thinks. Um, but I pushed through that fear. Uh, I was a little more confident because I did. I did lose weight. And, you know, I had that energy. I'm like, you know what? Why not me? You can say, why me? You know, why did all this stuff happen to me? But why not me? So that's that's the decision that I made. And, um, I started working out and a couple months into that, I was like, okay, well, I'm looking like I'm looking good. And I, and I've never looked like this. Like I was feeling good about myself. And I'm like, I saw people, and this is something that I've just always like seen people do with the bikini competitions. You know, there would be competition on TV or something that I'd watch when I was little. And I'm like, that's unrealistic. Like that's, they're fake. Like I literally said these things. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I can see where I could probably do this. So I'm going to give it a go. So there was a lady in my gym who, um, her name's Christy. She's just the sweetest, but she's an NGA pro. And, um, she was working out one day and I just went up to her. And I'm like, I need your help. Like, what are you doing? I want to, I want to do what you did. And so I just started working out with her and she helped me with posing and that kind of thing. And, you know, uh, I did like a 16 week prep, uh, cut down on my calories towards the end, but I never went below like 1400. That's the beauty of like, uh, keto because you are using ketones to help, um, you know, burn that fat. And so anyway, I, um, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I loved stepping on the stage. I loved the prep part of it. Um, and I definitely loved the post-show treats. That was, that was a good time. Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember doing a couple shows myself, and that was my favorite part. Like, give me some cinnamon rolls or something in the back. <laughs> Off stage. Uh, no, it's not the really best way to do it, but you know, you look forward to treats. <laughs> um, but I did it a much not near as healthy approach as you did, and I love that because you did it in a way that like is a healthy approach, and you you've just freaking done phenomenal, and I love it. Um, 
Okay. So you, so you, she started down in your nutrition. If you're just hopping on, I know some people are just hopping on a lot. will catch us on the replay. Then she added our uh, collagen based products were phenomenal. Uh, I mean, either one of us can get you info on it, reach out to one of us and we can definitely get you info on it. There's a huge black Friday going on right now. And then, and then fitness. And I love that you, you, it was one thing at a time. And I feel like that's a huge, if you're listening, listen to what Tiffany just said. She started one thing, one thing. Um, and then, and then add to it, you know, or baby step it is the way to go. Don't dive in head first, try to do it all at one time. Cause you're going to quit after a couple of weeks. Cause you're going to be so overwhelmed. Um, and, uh, I see it all the time. So tell me what I would know. One of the things that I know would love that women would love to hear is like, what does your day look like? Cause right now you're homeschooling your kids, you know, with all the pandemic and everything going on, you're homeschooling, you're running a business, you have, you know, family things going on. You were taking care of people in your family. Like, Explain what your day looks like and how in the world do you still fit it in? So to be honest, I, um, you know, when all this quarantine COVID stuff started happening, um, it was really overwhelming. I'm sure it was for everyone that's watching this or listening in on this. Um, we all had some crazy emotions probably. And just some times where we felt like things were hopeless and, uh, you know, it was, it was a tough time. And so, uh, for me, you know, I'd already had those routines established, but I just had to make some shifts. Like I'm not going to the gym anymore. I work out from home. Um, but you know, the biggest, the biggest thing is just the routine. So for me, you know, it was just making a shift and also talking to my family and letting them know what I was doing. I think that that's super important. If you, if your family doesn't know what you're doing, first of all, you, you don't, you haven't set any routines for them and for yourself. So you can just do it whenever, right? I, it'll get to the end of the day. You won't have done anything. So uh, first thing in the morning, I get up. I do my. Um, I get up at five thirty. I do my gratitude. I do a power hour for my business, um, and I start my workout all before my kids even get up out of bed. So uh, usually they wake up about midway to almost the end of my workout, and I have to like you know, hey, it's okay. Here's some breakfast. Sit down, and then I'll get back to you. <laughs> But they always know what I'm doing. Like they know mommy has to work out. Mommy will be working out. Um, And so if I haven't done it, they know that I'm going to be doing that when they get up. Uh, So, you know, and like even my, my three, he's almost three. He'll say, mommy, work out like every morning. And he knows it like mommy, like almost asking me, did you work out? (laughs) Um, So it's, I think that's super important is to establish those routines. But also if you're a busy mom, like get up earlier. If you, if you know that your kids are not going to allow you to get stuff done, you got to get up earlier. Like I would say that that is the biggest piece to the puzzle for me was to just make sure that I go to bed at a decent hour and get up early. That way I have that quiet time to myself for my sanity and also to get some things done that might otherwise not get done during the day because after that it gets crazy. So my daughter starts class at 845 virtually. Um, she's on there till 1130 which I was doing that for the most part, but, you know, I eventually I got to a point where, um, just last week I asked my babysitter, I'm like, Hey, uh, I need you to come earlier <laughs> because I, I'm not, a t- I'm not teacher material, but you know, if you have those funds and you are doing virtual learning at home, I do recommend like getting someone to help you. You know, we raise our kids, like it takes a village. It doesn't just take one person. And my husband's working from home too, but he has like zoom meetings all day and stuff where he can't do anything with them. So um, I had to, you know, make a decision. I had to get some help. And so she started coming earlier just last week, but up until then I was doing it. Like 
doing all the things, potty training my two-year-old while she was on virtual learning. Um, yeah, it just got kind of crazy. So then I, after things calmed down and she got her stuff done, I would get to my next power hour. So I would just do it, break it up into small increments. I can't like sit and work for four hours because it's just not feasible um, for my family life. But it definitely is just all about routines, what you can fit in, breaking things up into um, smaller portions if you can't uh, sit and work for a really long time, depending on what your lifestyle is. But, you know, you've just got to make yourself a priority. And that would be like, that is getting up early. That is doing the things that you know you need to do and having people know that you're going to be doing those things. So that would be my biggest advice. And that's kind of what my day does look like. Just, you know, we also have appointments on Zoom all day uh, for speech therapy, for um, our deaf and hard of hearing teachers. Um, sometimes we have to go do uh, mappings for their cochlear implants. So it's always meetings. Like yesterday I had an IEP meeting uh, and the day before that I had an IEP meeting for my other child. So it's like, it's a lot of stuff, but um, I just make that time in the nooks and crannies of my day where I know that, you know, they're either going to be occupied or I'm going to have some help here um, to get things done, or I get up early. I'll go to bed a little later. I love it. I love, I love so many key points. So what you said is the get up earlier, like that, um, I, that's super powerful. And if you say right now to yourself, I hear this a lot, like I'm not a morning person. I want to get up earlier. I can't get up earlier. I can't, I can't take the can't out. And I promise when you do it and you start getting and in routine of it, it's, that's exactly how my day starts. I have to work out in the morning. I have to do personal development. I have to do some things before the day starts and my kids are up. Uh, because then everything else goes out the window. If you wait to the end of the day, you are, I don't know, I'm just going to throw 95% likely um, because you're tired. I mean, yeah, and, and life is going to throw things at you. When you've got kids, like no two days ever look the same, let's give it 20 minutes. Like give it 15. It's better than nothing at all, but starting your day, getting a morning routine, communicating with your family. That's something I learned the hard way of not doing. I used to try and chase goals all day long, uh, all kinds of goals, business goals, health goals, but I didn't tell nobody. And it's like, I started to resent my family because they weren't supporting me. Well, hello, I never told them what I was doing. So, I, I mean, that's huge. I feel like that's huge. Get your family on board and ask for help. Like if you can get help, ask for help. And sometimes that's just saying, hey, husband, can you help me with the kids so I can have 30 minutes to myself? Like ask them, I guarantee they're willing. I know- us women sometimes don't want to ask, uh, like it has affected your business or even your family on a personal level, like you being healthier. Do you feel like everything else is flowing better in your world? Oh, for sure. I, I definitely feel like, you know, me being my best self and, you know, working on me helps me to be able to have better relationships, to um, communicate better with people, to um, be more positive in the conversations that I do have, because I feel good, you know? Uh, so I definitely feel like that's impacted me in a huge way. And also like being healthy and running a, you know, any type of health and wellness business, or, you know, maybe you are promoting products or whatever it is that you may be doing. Um, you know, I'm not saying don't start your business if you're unhealthy or overweight. I'm not saying that at all, because honestly, I really think you should. I think yeah. if, you're, if you're feeling that way, that you want to start a business and you want to get healthy, take people on the journey with you. I, I've had so many clients and so many, um, you know, people within my organization that, you know, they're like, they started an unhealthy weight. They started at a place where they didn't want to be, but that's inspirational to a lot of people and you're much more relatable. So I, I'm just saying like, from that perspective, 
being healthier has helped me to be more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Credible to people who want services or want to get healthy. So I do think that that's also impacted my business because I feel like I have a lot more clientele because people can see the, the fruits of my labor. You know, they can see what I've done has worked and they want that kind of success as well. So I do think it's helped increase with business um, and just with relationships and uh, just because of the way we're able to communicate better. And I just feel good. You know, it's not negative conversations or, you know, lack of self-confidence within myself. Um, it's just, it's just all flows much more smoother. And, you know, I'm not as irritable with my children and not as impatient because I've got those good endorphins flowing. I got my morning workout in, uh, and, um, you know, I'm eating healthy. I'm not feeling sluggish and that kind of thing. I'm, I feel like I can go play with my kids and, um, you know, not miss a beat. So that's super important to me as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's often overlooked. Like we focus so much on, I need to do this because I want to lose weight. Well, like take the weight loss out of it and I can, fun I can function better as a mom, as a wife, I'm happier. I can chase my kids without getting out of breath. Like I can grow my business. I hear that one a lot from a lot of the women's, I, the women I talk to, sometimes they almost feel like a hypocrite. Like I can't promote this product because I don't look the part. Like Tiffany said, like it is truly inspirational. And honestly, like she said as well, people will be, you'll be, you're so much more relatable. I think whenever you share your journey, then if you just showed up with a six pack, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're so much more relatable. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. And then, and then I think I have one more question for you. And this is something so many struggle with. We often will not take care of ourselves because the guilt starts kicking in. What what would you say to any woman out there that's suffering from the mom guilt? Maybe something that's helped you kick that to the curb, or what would you uh, give them advice if they're suffering from that, that mom guilt that keeps them from taking care of themselves? Um, I would say you can't pour from an empty cup, which I've said that before during this uh, little interview yeah. here, but it's really true. You cannot give your best self. You cannot be the best that you need to be for those that count on you if you're neglecting yourself and neglecting taking care of you. Uh, so I would really just like hone in on that, like take that to heart, you know, believe that because it's true and don't feel guilty for taking care of you because you're going to be able to provide, you know, um, you know, you're going to be able to do more for your family. You're going to be able to, like I said, communicate better and, um, play with your children if you're taking care of yourself. I mean, life's too short. We don't want to be so, you know, overweight, unhealthy that we're just miserable all, all the time. And so just, just place that thought in your mind that, you know, you don't, you don't need to feel guilty for something that's making everything else in your life better. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. To, if you're not willing to do it for you, do it for them, put it in your mind and you're, it's going to be something you have to remind yourself. I feel like every day. Yeah every second that you let it. But if you remind yourself every single day, I need to work out for my kids. I need to work out for my business. I need to work out or whatever it is. Maybe it's nutrition. Maybe it's whatever it is that you are going to tackle to take your health to the next level. Like do it for them. If you're not going to do it for yourself because that feels selfish to you, then you got to do it for them because really you, you, you don't want to give them a little piece of what's left over because that's what we do often. Um, one more piece of advice. Do you have anything else? Anybody that's like struggling or like I'm clueless. I don't know where to start. Or maybe like I'm scared to start I any more, any, any more golden nuggets from you. And then I'll let you go. Stop thinking and just do it. Like jump, 
on to something, start with something, but start now, whatever it is, start today. You know, if you've already screwed up today, whatever, like, I don't care. Clean slate right now. Just go ahead, start something that you can do every day and stay committed and consistent. Consistency is key. I really, really preach that to everyone. Like you can't go and, and get healthy and do these things that got you healthy, but then go back to your old lifestyle. And, you know, it's just going to, you know, cause a, I've done it before. It's just going to cause you to, you know, go in a, on a downhill spiral and it's going to be that roller coaster effect again. You know, we all have our, our moments where we fall off, but you get right back on, you know, don't stay stuck there because you're worth it. Absolutely. I love it. Like you, like she said, if you have keto questions, reach out to Tiffany. She's your girl. If you have questions on anything that she mentioned today, like literally reach out. Uh, I know she's always one of the, the biggest uh, helpers ever and willing to share information, answer questions, drop them in the comments below. Um, we're definitely happy to help. And if you feel like you are stuck and are clueless, just set up a call. There's a, there's a link above if you're live streaming this or uh, acfitmama.com slash chat uh, and for you. But thank you so much, Tiffany. We're coming on you guys show her some love in the comments drop the comments below ask her questions or just message her i'm sure she would be totally fine with that 